Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of Mark. Today is episode 955, and we're looking at Mark chapter 7, verses 14 through 23. Let's read our passage. Summoning the crowd again, he told them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a person from outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. When he went into the house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, Are you also as lacking in understanding? Don't you realize that nothing going into a person from the outside can defile him? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into the stomach, and is eliminated. Thus he declared all foods clean. And when he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him, For from within, out of people's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a person. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark is giving us this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus. It began with the Galilean ministry, where Jesus traveled through Galilee, teaching and healing, casting out demons. He was teaching the good news of God, saying, repent and believe. And the healing and the casting out demons were just examples of his miracles. He had other miracles where he calmed the storm and even raised a dead girl from the dead. And all these were to show his authority. And Mark's closing out the Galilean ministry here, and he's encountering these Pharisees and scribes. The Pharisees are local Pharisees from Galilee, but the scribes have come down from Jerusalem. And apparently they've come to examine this Jesus thing going on and find out what is going on. And they challenged him about his disciples not washing their hands before eating. And the issue was ritual purity. It's not that they were eating with dirty hands. They weren't doing the ritual correctly, where you're supposed to take a handful of water and ritually wash your hands to be ceremonially clean. Jesus counter-challenged them about what they called the tradition of the elders, the oral law, and said that they even used that as a device to disobey what God has clearly said. So he's talked to the Pharisees and scribes, now he takes it to the crowds. We pick it up in chapter 7, verse 14. Summoning the crowd again, he told them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a person from outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. So he's telling the people now, he says, remember the context. The issue is eating food without having properly gone through the ritual cleaning necessary. And if you do that, you are now unclean, meaning not acceptable to God right now. And Jesus is saying, no, that's not what makes you unclean. It's the things that come out of you that make you unclean. Now remember, defile is the verb form of unclean. So you have the word unclean, and it In this usage, it doesn't mean dirty. It means ceremonially unclean, ritually unclean, religiously unclean. And so defile is the verb form of that, to make unclean. 
then verse 16 is not in this translation. Some translations have it, but in the what's considered the best Greek manuscripts, uh, verse 16 is, is not there. That's if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Doesn't change anything. But verse 17, when he went into the house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him about the parable. Now, is that really a parable from verse 15? But yeah, it was. Now remember, parable can mean a lot. A parable isn't always a story. It can be anything from a wise saying to a riddle. This is almost a riddle that he gives. Or just uh, something that would go on a bumper sticker. Nothing that goes into a person from outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. So they're asking, what's that mean? Verse 18, he said to them, are you also as lacking in understanding? Don't you realize that nothing going into a person from the outside can defile him? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into the stomach and is eliminated. He challenged them, do you think things the same way? Do you not get it just like the crowd outside? They are in this privileged position of being with Jesus, of being followers of Christ and having this relationship with God. Things are spiritually discerned to them, but they still don't fully get it. So don't you realize nothing going into a person from the outside can defile him? Or it doesn't go into his heart, but into the stomach and is limited. That's the key right there. This issue of the difference between the heart and just the physical being. And we made that quotation when he first started encountering the Pharisees and scribes from Isaiah 29 about you are doing the right things, you're saying the right things, you honor me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. Your hearts are hard. And so they have this challenge of, is it really from the heart, or are you just going through the motions? And so what is making you unclean is the issue, because it's all about ritual cleanliness is what they're worried about. And so what makes you unclean? The fact you didn't wash your hands, or the fact that there's something in your heart? And so what makes you unclean is what's in your heart, not what you eat. Now, Mark adds this parenthetical statement, thus he declared all foods clean. That's where you have to honestly step back and say, did he really? Because he's talking about being made clean by the ritual. He didn't say all food was clean. He didn't say, I override now what's in the Mosaic law. So this is an editorial statement by Mark. So Jesus isn't really declaring that here but he is giving the principle for it that you're not made right with God based on what you eat. You're made right with God by what's in your heart. This coming to grips with this idea that all food is clean was really a difficult process for the early church. In Acts 10, when Peter was in Joppa and has this vision of this sheep being lowered down with all these animals and he's told kill and eat. He says, no, some of those are unclean. I'm not going to do that. Well, that was long after Jesus had said these things, but it took this vision from God to convince him, and then the Gentiles coming to faith to convince him. The Jerusalem Council in Acts 15 met to discuss these very issues of, do Gentiles coming to faith as Christians have to 
follow the Jewish rules. And they had a big debate on it and said, no, they don't. Paul's letters deal with this time and time again. And Paul's later letters are probably about the same time as Mark's gospel here, but it's something that really has been settled by the time Mark writes this. All the Christian leaders have accepted it and believe it is from God that it's been settled that all food is clean, but there's people still struggling with it. So Mark adds this parenthetical statement saying, okay, we know that all food is clean now. Here Jesus is giving the principle for that. So it's not this statement is declaring all food clean, but here he gives the principle by which we now know all food is clean. Verse 20, and he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of people's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these things come from within and defile a person. So the question is, what makes you unclean in the sight of God? It's what comes from your heart. Now, verse 21 and 22 here, everything in verse 21 and the first three things in verse 22 are in the plural. Now, they get translated into a variety of English words. And so there can be a lot of things for each of these to choose words to translate it. But that's where most people say, okay, these things, evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, those are all plural words. And so the idea is these are actual actions, things you do again and again and again. Where the last six, deceit, self-indulgence, envy, slander, pride, foolishness, are all singular implying that they're not so much actions you do, but they're attitudes you have. And so you have a combination here. You have actions, but you also have attitudes. And we know actions flow out of attitudes. But the idea here is it's, it's some things you do, but it's also the attitudes you have. These are the things that come out of your heart. And these are the things that make you unclean in the eyes of God. Now, as he say, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you got a good heart. Well, he's criticizing the concept that ritual, ceremonial, religious actions make you clean before God. God cares about the heart. Actions matter, but wrong, sinful actions come from selfish, evil desires, which is the issue of the heart. What you do flows out of what's in your heart. So you may act perfectly, but have a hard heart, a heart that's not open to God. Well, you're not right with God, regardless of how perfectly you act. The issue is the status of your heart. You love God. You care about God. You're willing to submit to God, humble yourself before God. Those are the things that matter. And if you do, if you do love the Lord, want to follow the Lord, want to humble yourself before the Lord, submit to the Lord, then you're doing the right things. Because God has told us the model of how he wants to live, given us his word. And so it's not that actions don't matter, but the actions don't make you right before God. What's in the heart 
is what makes you clean or unclean before God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of Mark.